the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. After taking a breather at the start of the year, Wall Street has returned to its record-setting ways, and traders are champing at the bit for Monday. Climbing 1.2% Friday, the S&P 500 index starts the week at a record high. Its previous high-water mark was set just over two years ago. The Dow, which has enjoyed a string of record closes since late last year, gained 1.1% Friday, while the Nasdaq hit a two-year high after advancing almost 2%. Hopes for a Fed interest rate cut and an encouraging University of Michigan report on consumer sentiment. Yet some of the credit for helping to lift Wall Street spirits. Rich Thomason reporting. North Korea says that Russian President Vladimir Putin has expressed his willingness to visit the North at an unspecified future date as the countries continue to align against the U.S. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Former President Donald Trump is indicted yet again. Senator Tom Cotton. I think it's another politicized prosecution that's more befitting of a third world banana republic than our great country. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot Intelligent Radio. Inside your 1 o'clock hour this afternoon here on AM 1280, The Patriot. That means you're moments away from the Northern Alliance Radio Network closer edition of Brad Carlson. But first, a quick look at your weather forecast from the Genovations Regen Weather Center. High of 20 degrees, wind chill values throughout your day, low as 15 below zero. Breezy wind conditions with gusts as high as 30 miles per hour. Tonight's low reaches 16 degrees, mostly cloudy skies. And Monday, mostly cloudy with a high around 30 degrees. may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. 
And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And uh, don't forget, we do have the live stream of the broadcast up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Yeah, you can just go to Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and give our page a like or a follow if you have yet to do so. And just follow the program there, viewing the uh, broadcast. Leave a comment or question in that comment section. Lots of ways we can interact. And as always, we uh, thank you for your support. Lo, these many years, uh, as we've been talking about, the first weekend in March will be the 20th anniversary of the debut of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And no stop sign in front of us yet. So, again, and that's all made possible by you, the listeners. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, As I like to do... I kind of divide the show up between talking local issues one hour and then kind of reserving another hour for national news. So I'm going to start out with local issues this hour. And, yeah, I know the Iowa caucus took place last week. We talked about it last Sunday's show. The Iowa caucus took place Monday. Really not a lot of mystery there. I I figured Donald Trump would, would win easily, and he did. And we will definitely talk about some aspects of the Iowa caucus in the second hour, as well as some other uh, components of the presidential race, which, God help us, looks like we're in for another Trump-Biden matchup. Um, it's not the race we want, but sadly, I think it is the one this country deserves, and that's not a good thing. But again, we'll save that for the second hour. So there was a Star Tribune headline from this past week that kind of caught my attention, and I think would definitely be news to a lot of folks. And I guess as you dig deeper into the story, the devil's kind of in the details. I I don't want to say the headline is misleading, but there is definitely a lot more to the story. But the headline, Star Tribune from, I believe this was written on Wednesday. In Minneapolis, police staffing levels continue to drop in 2023. Well, that's not the shocking headline. So did crime. Criminologists say police staffing is only one factor in a vast and complicated universe of what drives crime trends in the U.S. Now, this was a collaborative effort by Liz Sawyer, Andy Maddox, Andy Mannix, and Jeff Hargarten. Minneapolis is entering 2024 with a grim outlook for its police force, but what, uh, but what that bodes for crime rates remains to be seen. The number of active officers in the Minneapolis Police Department has fallen to 565, down from nearly 900 in 2019, an exodus that is exacerbating what the chief reportedly warns is an unsustainable long-term calculus for public safety in Minnesota's largest city. But while violent crime remains above pre-pandemic levels, it dropped in Minneapolis for the second consecutive year in 2023, more evidence that the latest wave of murders Uh, shootings and carjackings is receding. Well, uh, I don't know who came up with that particular statistic, but literally uh, there was a man who died in the hospital last week from a shooting that took place, I believe, on New Year's Eve. So that technically is a murder that is assigned to 2023. So if you're looking at many murders that took place in the city of Minneapolis, there were 86 in <clears throat> excuse me, 2023. That's up from three, uh, 83 in 2022. So unfortunately, murder actually went up. The murder rate, the murder count, I should say, went up from one year to the next. So already we're kind of dealing with some uh, misinformation here. 
Uh, in an election year where policing and public safety will be paramount to campaign messaging, criminologists who study these trends say the juxtaposition reflects the complicated, often misunderstood nature of what drives the ebb and flow of crime. The number of police officers was one of a vast universe of factors that also includes economics, social services, housing access, and macro changes in human behavior. So, because the one thing I saw when this headline came out, and again, you could tell those who didn't read the story and really dig into the details and find the nuance behind it. You know, in Minneapolis, police staffing levels continue to drop in 2023, but crime did also. People are like, oh, well, there you go. Maybe we should have voted to defund the police in 2021 because you remember in 2021, that was on the ballot, the vote to defund the police, and it was shot down overwhelmingly. Amazingly, uh, the largest uh, demographics who voted, no, we don't want to defund the police, where we're in neighborhoods where, oh, I don't know, violent crime was prevalent. Because you get the upper crust in, in, in some of these ritzy neighborhoods, these gated communities, um, you know, who are perfectly fine with uh, with defunding the police. OK, but people who are actually impacted by violent crime, they're like, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. OK, and again, that's not to say that there weren't issues within the Minneapolis Police Department. There was uncovered some very disturbing trends within the department, but I'm not going to paint a broad brush and say that the whole unit needs to be shut down or some union thug here locally says it calls it a criminal enterprise not not willing to go that far but they did provide a a kind of a helpful chart to show the changes from 2022 to 2023 as well as changes from 2029 or excuse me 2019 because that was just prior to the uh, to the pandemic and they show that carjackings are down Close to 50% from 2022 to 2023. Now, that's good news. I'm not going to deny that there's good news. I'm not going to try to twist this to fit a political narrative, okay? Because I don't want to be in this boat where, hey, what's bad news for a certain area of the population might be good news for the political candidates I support. We, we, There's too much of that, okay? And therefore, people try to spin good news to fit it for their own political purposes. But I, I am curious. I am curious. When they talk about carjackings being down 50% from 2022 to 2023, uh, given the wide array of reporting that was done on carjackings and the danger that it was driving in certain areas of Minneapolis, how many people just said, you know what, we're, we're going to avoid that we're going to avoid that area like the bubonic plague. I mean, I I didn't I don't recall um, setting foot in Minneapolis in 2022, but once, and that was because the company I worked for, we have an office over in a northeast section of town, and I think that was literally the only time in 2022 I was even in Minneapolis. And then a couple times I went in 2023, uh, I ended up taking an Uber in there. I don't I I don't drive there. Don't want to don't want to park there. Okay. Because certain area, you know, because I like to go to sports stadiums like Target Center or Target Field or whatever. Well, um, those are uh, those are posted areas, if you know what I'm saying. So, as such, uh, I don't mind parking in a ramp where if I have a means to defend myself. Unfortunately, the places where I go don't allow me that courtesy. But that's another story entirely. So that's one aspect of it. I have to wonder. It's like, okay, yeah, they're down, but how many people are 
there are a lot less people driving in the area. And, of course, there's been a mass exodus of uh, businesses no longer having office space downtown because they, you know, not because they're so concerned about violent crime per se, but they realized, you know what, we're saving a ton of money having people work at home. And guess what? People were working at home were just as efficient as if they were here in the office. So uh, that's a big savings to our bottom line to not have to have office space anymore. And so people just aren't going down there as much. But when they say, hey, crime is getting down to pre-pandemic levels, it wasn't exactly a rosy picture pre-pandemic, okay? Because there was a rash of violent incidents taking place at light rail stops where people were just randomly being assaulted, okay? So that, that was an issue back, like I say, before the pandemic. So this idea is like, you know, hey, they're spinning, the, you know, don't get me wrong, crime in decreasing from where it was is is good news, no question about it. But this idea that it's all of a sudden all good and, hey, we can, uh, you know, the, the 35% in the police force that has dropped in the city of Minneapolis, we're good. We don't really need to uh, to, to replace that. Well, uh, to dig in more regarding the police budget, that continued to climb even as stra- staffing strength atrophied. The 2024 budget allocates $217 million to fund an authorized force of 731 officers as required under the city's charter, a number that the city is unable to meet due to the staff exodus and recruitment struggles. At the same time, the city has invested more money in alternatives to traditional policing from 2024 or excuse me, from 2020 to 2024. The budget for the Neighborhood Safety Office, which addresses violence through a public health lens, soared from $2.5 million to more than $23 million. So when they're talking about defunding the police and say, hey, there's a whole new traditional way we could we could go about uh, addressing these issues in society, um, I don't know that it's necessarily a more mitigating factor, but it certainly isn't costing you less. Okay. Uh, And just wrap up before we uh, go to a break. The debate over police staffing dates back before the crime spike. In 2019, when the Minneapolis Police Department counted almost 900 officers, then Chief Madera Arredondo appeared before the city council to ask for 400 more patrol officers by 2025. In an interview, Arredondo said he saw warning signs of staffing crisis even then. By the time he retired in late 2021, the department lacked the capacity to maintain any more foot patrols in the city. Uh, No reasonable person could make the case that Chief O'Hara has adequate staffing, he said then. So I don't think it's as simple as, hey, you know, we should defund the police because look at this. The the police numbers have gone down 35 percent in a few years and crime has gone down as well. But at the same time. How many petty crimes are even being reported anymore? They, you know, they talk about well, the, the biggest decrease is in you know petty crimes, nonviolent crimes. Well, okay, but when people are calling about these petty crimes, they're either kind of put off, or their response times are absurdly long, or they're just not a priority, or what have you. And so then it gets to the point where people just aren't calling nine one one anymore. So I I wonder how much of that factors in. It's not really not really addressed here, 
But I, I just wonder how much of that is factored in. So there, there's definitely a lot of nuance in this. Again, check out the Star Tribune story that was uh, written. Again, the headline in Minneapolis, police staffing levels continue to drop in 2023, but so did crime. Well, again, it's not as simple as because there was a drop in police force. That means there's a drop in crime. You know, uh, causation, correlation, caveats apply here. I get that. But uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see uh, how this year progresses uh, because, again, the, just the sheer number of murders increased from tw- in 2023 over 2022. And I know for a fact people just are avoiding the city as, as often as they can. And again, with the Timberwolves having a great season, a lot of people are going downtown a little bit more often. Um, so that helps if there's a if there's a crowd of people walking in and out of parking ramps. But certainly as individuals where there's an opportunity or there's a chance that they could be off by themselves, fending for themselves, going to and from their vehicle, uh, people are ex- definitely exercising a lot more caution when it comes to that. So 651-289-4488, that is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. John in Minneapolis is on line one. John, if you want to hold during the break, I promise I'll take your call when we come back on the other side. Brad Carlson, the closer, back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, and evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group, because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898 and you're going to be blessed by taking action right now. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby, inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before at conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-life across America, the billboard people. 
This radio station is always on, but sometimes you need more content that you can take with you anywhere. That's why we invented the SalemPodcastNetwork.com. You'll find all the great hosts on this radio station, plus a few more, like Charlie Kirk, Dinesh D'Souza, Trish Regan, Jenna Ellis, and Dennis and Julie. There is literally no end to what they can teach you. It's like radio on demand. And just like radio, it's always on. Find out what you're missing. Download the app, SalemPodcastNetwork.com. iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right, on top. It's tricky. Here we go. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. You can check out the broadcast uh, via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And again, available to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. And we have a couple of callers that are willing to take take us up. On calling into the broadcast, as promised, we want to get to John's call on on line one. John, I appreciate your patience. You're on the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I do disagree with your summation on crime, and I definitely am uncomfortable with the way the Star Tribune gets its data. But the New York Post did an editorial about 10 days ago, and they looked at the data in New York City and several cities around the country who have lost again, between 35 and 40 percent of their police officers. And this is just one of the things they came up with. They went into neighborhoods where there's high crime, and they found out that people are not reporting serious crime for this reason, that the police do not respond to many crimes, and that when people are arrested, they are released, and they fear that those criminals will come back and harm them again. So the Minneapolis Star Tribune, it, it just is not very sophisticated when it comes to crime. So thank you for taking my call. Goodbye. Yeah, thanks, John. I am glad you brought that up because there has been a significant increase, increase in carry permits really nationwide. You know, people getting their permits to carry, you know, purchasing a firearm and training with it and getting their permits. And uh, because, to your point, police response can be absurdly long and as we've seen by several Supreme Court decisions over the years, we have no constitutional right to police protection as per these some of these Supreme Court rulings. So we're kind of to fend for ourselves, and guess what? That is a constitutional right, the right to our own defense. So I appreciate you bringing that component up. I hadn't, uh, hadn't brought that up earlier, but I, I've talked about it previous shows, but... Not that segment. So I appreciate that, John. Thanks for the call. Line two, Yuri in Minneapolis. Yuri, go ahead. Yeah, thanks, Brad, taking my call. Two things, Brad, and real quick. The first one uh, was I had an accident. Well, I, I was involved in an accident in 30, uh, <clears throat> back in 2021 uh, at uh, Nicollet and 24th Street, okay. and a woman hit me in the back. Thousands of dollars of damage to the vehicle. So we called a, a, for the cops Mm -hmm. we were told that they don't respond to those things just pull over and exchange your own insurance well that that threw me a loop and then uh, a few uh, weeks after that parked along the street on 38th street and somebody stole my 
uh, equipment out of the back of my pickup truck, a uh, couple of thousand bucks worth of tools and stuff I thought was mm. lock secured, wasn't, and uh, sold off uh, the lock. So uh, they walked away with that, and I didn't even report that. So there's your there's your uh, a status the way the citizens that live in the Minneapolis they they just are absolutely uh, <clears throat> at the odds with zero zero police protection. That's what I think. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, thanks, Yuri. I appreciate the phone call, and I'm uh, uh, really sorry to hear all of those awful experiences that had happened to you. Um, not a lot of fun. So um, we certainly hope for the uh, the best for you going forward. Um, yeah, not fun. And I think that's, you know, could be another component too, is, you know, the mass exodus of people living in Minneapolis, just getting out of Dodge and not living there. You know, I, I think, you know, certainly that's a factor and I'm, I'm, you know, and again, this has kind of confirmed my suspicion, these two gentlemen, granted anecdotal evidence being what it is, but the fact of the matter is when you have experience and you call police and they tell you, well, you know, that isn't a priority or just here's what you need to do and move forward. And I mean, I've been in car wrecks before and that's, that is protocol as you exchange insurance information with the, with the driver with whom you're in the accident, but you also wait for police to arrive. You call police inform them and do all that. But if they flat out tell you, yeah, um, you're good. You're not, not, not going to be held liable because we're telling you that we're not going to respond. Okay, great. And yeah. And I think, um, yeah, good friend of the broadcast, Reverend Tim Christopher. He's been on before, and he's talked about, I think, on Mitch's show and probably even my show. You know, he had uh, lived in Minneapolis for a time, and that's the thing that he, you know, that's the very thing he talked about is, like, uh, if uh, someone standing in the in your driveway looking to seek retribution for calling the police on them, you know, and, and unless they do anything, you you the police you know, can't respond. And it's like, well, they're waiting until I leave my house before they do anything. I have to be able to leave my house. And you're telling me you can't respond until they interact with me. By then it might be too late. Right. The old uh, snitches get stitches uh, line of thinking. And that's the way it's done. So I think I think um, one of the callers just brought this up. It's like, yeah, if you uh some citizens are probably afraid to call the police for that very reason, because the retribution they would receive is worse than just not bothering to call the police and and sweep it under the rug. And you under, you're beginning to understand why people who were vehemently who were once vehemently opposed to firearms now proactively seeking out buying a gun, which, of course, is here right now. And Minnesota is not a, a constitutional carry state yet. Dare to dream, I guess. But Minnesota is not a constitutional carry, so you have to get a get a, a permit to carry, you know, and pass background check and all that sort of thing. And then, you know, go through. Uh, and then when you purchase a gun, you also have to pa- pass a background check. But people are willing to do that now because they realize, you know, no one there is there is a possibility a distinct possibility no one is coming to help them you know and given uh where my uh, my wife and I live i mean we live up in ramsey now it's considered more of a first it's considered more of a suburban area now but heck you you go back just 30 
40 years ago. I mean, I've, I've come across residents that have lived there since the 80s when it was legitimately the sticks, when it was way out there. And they were the mindset, you know, if we were to call police, who knows when they would arrive because we're kind of in a, in a rural-ish area. So we have to be able to have the means of defending ourselves. Now, again, Ramsey's never been rash with with a lot of violent crime, and thankfully it still isn't. It's one of the appeals to my wife and I and why we live there. But that's a situation that you have in, in some ruralish areas, is that police response could take several minutes. And again, I know I'm delving off into a different topic than, than what we were talking about in the first segment, but this all does kind of tie together, is that once people realize that they kind of have to fend for themselves and are responsible for their own protection and their families and protecting their families, that's why you're seeing an increase in permits to carry being granted. And then you have these progs in the legislature with the audacity in one one area to talk about how police should not, again, this isn't all DFLers in the legislature, but those in very safe, far-left, borderline socialist districts can talk about how the police is a criminal enterprise and also work to undermine your constitutional right to, to, to carry a gun. So that's why there's serious pushback. So go to gunowners.mn and find out how you can get involved. I know Gun Owners Lobby Day is coming up in late March where a bunch of us go to the Capitol and sit down with our legislators and talk to them about the uh, gun legislation, gun control legislation that is going to be brought to the table. And, with again, with the DFL having control of all three legs of the stool, that is going to be brought up this next legislative session, which starts in a few weeks. So go to gunowners.mn, find out more about Gun Owners Lobby Day in late March, and then there's going to be a gun owners rally, uh, Second Amendment rally, I believe, in late April. So gunowners.mn will have all the specific information. And get involved. I mean, again, I'm, I'm advocating for this organization because it's one of the very few uh, political activist organizations which I support financially, so I'm putting my money where my mouth is. 651-289-4488, that is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget the live stream of our broadcast, which is up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson, the closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Are you tired of being told to hang in there on the Wall Street roller coaster because the market always comes back? Meanwhile, fees continue to be deducted from your account while your retirement withers away. Hi, I'm Mitch Lyons, best-selling author and star in a brand new Hollywood documentary called The Retirement Deception. In the film, you'll see how Wall Street's traditional retirement plans and 401ks have failed Americans. But more importantly, you'll discover the solution to protecting your hard-earned wealth and retiring successfully. You'll see how to grow money potentially double digits, beat inflation with increasing income, and when the next market crash hits, you lose nothing. So if you're over 50 and want a bigger, better, stress-free retirement, call to talk to a specialist and get a free copy of this brand new movie, The Retirement Deception. Call 800-578-3535. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you get it completely free. Plus, I'll even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. So don't delay. Call right now. 800-578-3535. 800-578-3535. 800-578-3535. 
Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-901-5563. 800-901-5563. 800-901-5563. That's 800-901-5563. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems a boot, Arby's Computer Service. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carls. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And also check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream of the broadcast up and running. And as always, we thank you so much for tuning in. So Nebraska Fats, a.k.a. Uh, governor Tim Walls, our governor here in Minnesota, uh, he's now the chair of the Democrat Governors Association. So obviously he gets a lot of media play. And of course, he's uh, a lot of these leftist media outlets like CNN and MSNBC have been fawning all over him because of the buffet of lunacy, left wing lunacy that was passed during the uh, legislative session in 2023. And. He really, he only, I mean, those are the two primary stations he goes on because he can basically lie with impunity. And uh, Spencer, we have cut number one ready. So uh, he's been kind of going with an odd talking point, a, a, a rather dubious claim. I'm being charitable, charitable when I say it's a dubious claim. Uh, this was about four or five weeks before the Iowa caucuses. He was on uh, CNN with some, I don't know the host name, doesn't really matter. So, Spencer, if we want to start with this, this is cut number one. 
Well, well, look, just just the strange things they become obsessed with, demonizing our children, uh, becoming obsessed with people's personal lives in their bedrooms, restricting freedoms. I'm surrounded by states who are spending their time figuring out how to ban Charlotte's Web in their schools while we're banishing hunger from ours with free breakfast and lunch. That's what the public's looking for. That's what they're trying to get to. And they will weirdly obsess with everything to be mean and cruel and small in their ideas. So, uh, you know, there's a there's a a lot of garbage that he was spewing there. And, of course, the the host on CNN was just you know, just a vacuous bobblehead nodding along, letting him lie with impunity. Banning Charlotte's Web. I, I hadn't heard of this. And uh, he doubled down uh, the night before the Iowa caucus. He was on with a different CNN host. Uh, cut number two. And freedom to read books. My goodness, they're they're trying to ban Charlotte's Web here in Iowa. That's not going to happen under a Biden presidency, and that's the message. And freedom to read books. My goodness, they're they're trying to ban Charlotte's Web here in Iowa. That's not going to happen under a Biden presidency. And that's okay, so they're trying to ban Charlotte's Web. That's kind of the chanting point he's been going along with. Look, we. I mean, that was his big thing. Uh, like an MSNBC shortly after the legislative session ended last year. You know, he goes, well, we're here, we're here in Minnesota. We mind our own damn business. You know, this is, and, and again, if this were a legitimate uh, journalist that was hosting the show, was on Jonathan Capehart's show, you know, big leftist. If this were on, if this were a legitimate journalist, he said, whoa, 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 wait, 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 minding your own business. Didn't you, didn't your state set up a snitch line? for people to call if they were violating your social distancing protocols and your shelter-in-place orders? Or how about this background checks bill you passed where if an uncle, say an uncle, wants to loan his nephew his uh, hunting rifle to go hunting, he's got to file paperwork and pay a fee to do so. And then also paperwork and a fee has to be filed and a fee has to be paid in order for the gentleman to get his gun back. So you're talking about minding your own business, but yet you're nib-nosing in, in, in what people uh, – that doesn't seem to square there, Governor. But again, um, when he goes on MSNBC and, and CNN, he gets to lie with impunity. And a good friend of the broadcast, uh, NASCAR Kelly Gunderson, who's part of uh, Jack Tomzak's uh, cast of thousands that appears on his Saturday show, you know, she she had her fill of this. She finally called out Minnesota media on Twitter. He says, um, "Where are you going to ask Governor Walls for proof of this claim? Says, I've done a search for evidence of this claim, and I've, I haven't come up with anything. And I, I did one, too. I've seen school districts over the past 10 years, they claim, you know, wanting to ban the book for whatever reason, because there are uh, apparently some disturbing aspects of the story that they deem probably aren't suitable for elementary school children. I don't know why a school district would come to that conclusion. But again, I think it's more of a situation where some districts you live in you have some parents that are concerned about some of the things their kids are reading, and so they don't want to run afoul of the parents because ultimately the parents are responsible for their kids. And this is, again, another Orwellian uh, hijacking of words that the progs have engaged in, where moving books from a certain section of the library were elementary age kids can access them to a different part of the library. Okay, that's not banning a book. Banning books goes back, you know, a century or two where it was literally banned from a society. You couldn't get it anywhere. And 
the bobbleheads at Barnes at a place like Barnes and Noble, they they don't they, one of the greatest self owns in the history where they say where they have a section called banned book section. If you're selling a book that's banned, how is it banned? That doesn't make any sense. But again, this is a the Orwellian language they they engage in. And uh, my uh, friend and colleague Mitch Berg, headliner edition, heard here uh, one to three on Saturdays. Uh, he found a tweet where uh, someone was re- replying to the governor lying about Charlotte's Web being banned because it is a lie, and no one f- bothers to fact check it. Uh, there was a uh, a section. There was a part in Charlotte's Web where a young man named Avery got to carry his rifle to school. But sure, Republicans are banning that. Yeah, yeah, Republic. You could see why why. Progs would want to ban something like that, a kid being able to carry a gun to school, right? So, yeah, don't don't necessarily know that that's um, Republicans banning that one. This, this is just classic uh, mainstream media these days and media, quote-unquote, fact-checkers. When Donald Trump makes an occasional accurate statement, like I'll give you an example. One I remember that stood out was when Ralph Northam was governor of Virginia, and they— touted legislation which would basically allow abortion up until birth and doctors were and there were pro-lifers were saying well look if there's an abortion that uh, an abortion that's say it's botched and a baby survives the abortion we think that that baby should be given medical care and ralph northam you can go find it on youtube i'm kind of paraphrasing what he said you can find out exactly what ralph northam said but there was a radio interview he was giving and it was it's out there on youtube where basically he said if a situation like that occurs where an abortion is botched and the baby is born alive what they'll do is they'll make the baby comfortable keep the baby comfortable until they make a decision about what to do meaning the decision could be to Terminate that baby's life, a literal child's life born outside the womb. So Donald Trump comes out and says that these Democrats want abortion up until birth. And my God, these fact checkers twist themselves into a pretzel to to provide all this nuance. And they basically come to the same conclusion that Donald Trump did. They just word it in different. Well, well, they they don't actually support it. They don't actually want to kill a child when it's born. Yeah, but they're supporting laws that make it so. So they're, they're, they're kind of dissecting it that way. But a fantastical claim like Republicans wanting to ban Charlotte's Web in Iowa and members of the Minnesota media, and again, kudos to my friend NASCAR Kelly, calling him out saying, you know what, this is the governor of Minnesota. He's the chair of the Democrat Governors Association. You're trying to tell me that you don't have access to this governor? Because that's a pretty damning indictment if that's the case. And that wouldn't be allowed to stand if there were a Republican governor running the state. So it, it's absolutely unbelievable. And it, it would pro- it would actually provide good entertainment because uh, Governor Wallace, notoriously thin-skinned. Very thin-skinned. And this is a guy who's, whose party has complete control of Minnesota. And whenever he gets a, a pellet gun fired at him, you know, rhetorically speaking. He goes ballistic. And, you know, there's some good ones out there. That's not to say Minnesota media is completely worthless. I, Tom Hauser, Channel 5, is one of the best. He's he's equally tough on, on Republicans and Democrats, uh, what I've seen. You know, 
Uh, I, I would I would think he would want to take this on. And maybe he has in the interim. I haven't heard. But come on. This is this is your state's governor, Minnesota media. And again, as as much as we like to look for a local angle, these media types pee themselves. Oh my god, our governor is the chair of the Democrat Governors Association. That's a high profile position. Great. Shouldn't he so he's immune from tough questions? So again, he's going to continue to make this claim uh, with without being challenged, and that's why he's going only on uh, on CNN and MSC, MSNBC to make these claims. So uh, life's good when you're a Minnesota Democrat. That is for certain. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter hashtag NARN Show, or check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Brad Carlson back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. What is dedication? People ask how your children learn how to ride a bike and you didn't. I just created an environment where they taught themselves and all I had to do was be there. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Al Malmberg inviting you to join us on the World of Aviation each Sunday morning at 10.05, right here on 1280 The Patriot, as we talk with those who have had incredible life stories in aviation, like Jessica Cox, who was born without arms but went on to become a pilot and black belt in taekwondo, and Gordy Lewis, who began flying when most people are retiring. Gordy started flying at the age of 67. That's every Sunday at 10.05 a.m., right here on 1280 The Patriot. The basics about financial literacy provides confidence in your investing decisions. Knowledge to make better decisions with or without an advisor empowers you to take control of your financial future. With the right skills, you are the best steward of your own money. Learn more today at a free in-center or virtual investing class at Online Trading Academy. 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410. Or go to learnwithota.com. We all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older. But it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her relief factor story. One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try Relief Factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of low back pain, lost that pain thanks to Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pains, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. Get the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It all comes with a feel-better or your money-back guarantee. That number, 1-800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. This radio station is always on, but sometimes you need more content than you can take with you anywhere. That's why we invented the SalemPodcastNetwork.com. You'll find all the great hosts on this radio station, plus a few more like Charlie Kirk, Dinesh D'Souza, Trish Reagan, Jenna Ellis, and Dennis and Julie. There's literally no end to what they can teach you. It's like radio on demand. And just like radio, it's always on. Go find out what you're missing. Download the app, salempodcastnetwork.com.
Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com. That's worshiphousemedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Hey, welcome back. AM 12, 8 of the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson, the closer, closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. You can check out my friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Biz. It is the King Banyan Show, heard Saturdays from 9 to 11 a.m. And my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, on these very airwaves, he is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, heard Saturdays 1 to 3 p.m., followed immediately by Jack Tomzak, the new guy, and his cast of thousands, heard Saturdays 3 to 5 p.m. And it's me, Brad Carlson, closing out weekends, Sundays 1 to 3. And as always, we thank you for tuning in. Again, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. So I, I, y'all, did you all enjoy the Packers losing? Last night, are you as rabid anti-Packer as I am? I'm a long-suffering Vikings fan, uh, have been for nearly 50 years, and, yeah, I'm that old. And, I, and you know, my Super Bowl, you know, I it's been dating myself here, of course. You can do basic math. I was seven and a half years old the last time the Vikings were in a Super Bowl. So uh, my Super Bowl consists of uh, – my Super Bowl victory consists of when the Packers are officially ousted – from the playoffs or don't even make the playoffs at all. If you want to call that petty or whatever else, that, that that's your prerogative. But uh, I I bring this up because this past, uh, this I guess it would have been this past week, uh, January 17th to be specific, was the 25th anniversary of what many Vikings fans, myself included, consider the most gut-wrenching, heartbreaking, kick-in-the-groin loss that this franchise has suffered in its history. Of course, that was the 1998 NFC Championship game where they lost in overtime uh, to the Atlanta Falcons. In fact, uh, the Star Tribune did kind of a retrospective of it. They posted this picture. There were three blonde ladies. Apparently, it was a mother and her two daughters that were just had this these distraught looks on their faces. Uh, after the Vikings lost, they were still sitting in their seats long after their section pretty much emptied out. And that's kind of been a lasting image. And I remember that day specifically. Um, I won't rehash it too much because, you know, as I'll, as I'll convey in a minute, I get kind of nauseous when I think about the details. But I remember the Vikings were up seven points, about two minutes left. If Gary Anderson, who hadn't missed a kick of any kind, since like the end of the 1997 season when he was with San Francisco, didn't miss a kick at all of any kind with the Vikings, not in practice, not in training camp, not in preseason, not in regular season, not in postseason, nothing ever went wide left on a 39-yard field goal that would have given the Vikings a 10-point lead with two minutes ago, basically salted the game away. But the Falcons got the ball back, drove the length of the field, and with, uh, I forget how much time left, 30, 40 seconds, scored the game-tying touchdown and went into overtime. And Ultimately, the uh, Falcons kicked a field goal in overtime to win 30-27. to And it is no exaggeration 
when I tell you that I checked out from sports talk radio, local news, ESPN, etc., for literally the next several months, because my fear was they would be rehashing that game, that season, whenever I didn't want to hear one word about that game. I was so distraught, I completely checked out. If there was any chance someone was going to be talking about that Vikings game, I I tuned out. I mean, I in the apartment I was living in, I, I wasn't home a whole lot anyway, so I didn't have cable television, so I didn't have ESPN. But my, my mom had cable, so when I'd visit my mom on weekends, I would not watch ESPN. And it completely altered how I watch Vikings game. And now, because of the nature of my side hustle here at AM1280, you know, I'm on the air from 1 to 3, and I'm doing my show prep from noon to 1. So at noon, Vikings games on Sundays is perfect because I'm busy doing the show, either getting ready for the show or doing the show, so I miss all those games. And poor Spencer, he's my current board op, he can vouch. They're not allowed to watch the game on the big screen outside the uh, outside the studio here. we got a big screen TV right outside the studio in our conference room there. Every Spencer and all the board ops prior to him have been given a uh, and a strict order not to have the Vikings game on in there, and no spoilers during the game either. I'm a benevolent dictator when it comes to that stuff. Okay, and they've acquiesced to it. And I said, you know, I, nothing's preventing you from watching on your iPad or your smartphone in the in the control room there. Just I don't want to hear about it. That's all. If you want to call that PTSD or whatever. So be it. But that single game, that one, that was the lesson for me as a Vikings fan. Because growing up as a Vikings fan, all I ever heard, ah, four-time Super Bowl losers, yada, yada. I mean, I really I really got it, started getting into the Vikings. I tell the story a lot. In 1978, Fran Tarkenton's final season. So that was two years after they made their last Super Bowl appearance. So, of course, all I've heard my entire life as a big-time Vikings fan is four-time Super Bowl losers. They can never win the big one, never get over the hump. And, you know, people have fun with it. And and because I wasn't didn't have tangible memories of of those four Super Bowls, even though I was alive technically for all four of them, I really didn't have tangible memories of it. And of course, uh, we didn't have the Internet, social media and whatnot. So, you know, you were basically the only exposure you got was your three basic news channels. You know, it was fun. It was good natured ribbing. But the loss in the 98 championship game, that was that was a lesson. And I remember some friends of mine told me they were hosting a football watching party because the Vikings were on the brink of going to the Super Bowl, and we were also very confident they were going to get there because they were 15-1 and one that season, just rolling, steamrolling everybody. And that was the year. And when they lost, there were some young kids there that were maybe 10 or 11 years old, and these young kids were told by these distraught adults Kid, this is Exhibit A, what it's like being a Vikings fan. Hope you enjoy it. Now, what a terrible thing to say to a kid, to give the kid no hope. I mean, come on. You got to have some hope, okay? But that's kind of that's kind of how we lived as, as, you know, adults being Vikings fans. And I would never tell a kid to never get their hopes up. I mean, heck, I've not lost optimism. I It's amazing that I remain optimistic that, my club, my favorite NFL squad, the Vikings, will one day return to the Super Bowl and even break through and win their first championship. I just hope I'm alive to see it, is all I'm saying. So I 
like I said, I, I still do watch Vikings games live occasionally. It's just when I do as I'm there in person or I'm watching it with fellow Vikings fans because for whatever reason, I keep my maniacal tendencies in check with I'm when I'm with other people. I mean, I'll still get into it and, and, and loud and exuberant. But if I'm by myself and I'm down in my man cave in the you know basement of our home watching the Vikings on the big screen and I'm by myself, I am a lunatic. And, you know, my poor wife is easily startled. So even if she's like two floors upstairs, she could hear me ranting and raving. And, you know, just out of nowhere, I'll be, you know, I'll put forth an outburst that could probably scare her and scare our cats and everything else. And look, I get it. It's it's just a game. How can I possibly get so worked up over a result that in the grand scheme of things has no meaningful uh, impact on life? And I guess if I knew the answer to that question, uh, I'd be able to indulge in a Vikings game without my heart rate becoming severely altered, you know? Um, so to me, it just doesn't make much sense to partake in something that could adversely affect my mental and physical health because it's amazing how much you let a football game dictate your mood. I mean, if if your favorite team wins, man, you're willing to do all the household chores and do everything else and, and whatever else. But when your team loses, you just want to sit and wallow in it and not do anything for the rest of the day and, and start getting that uh, feeling in your gut like, oh, my God, and i got to go to work tomorrow too to, on top of it. So I guess that's why when I do watch my favorite NFL squad live, I do so in the company of other fans, like I say, because I keep my maniacal tendencies in check. So um, if you ever invite me over to watch a Vikings game, I will, and I'll bring food and beverages, and I promise I'll, I will keep myself in check. So that's my that's my accountability. So, again, I remain confident the Vikings will one day get back to a Super Bowl and even break through and win it. And again, I just hope I'm alive to see it. So with that, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back in mere moments, AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. See you in a few. To the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over. Every day at Avail Academy, we avail our talents and best efforts to Christ's cause of raising students to recognize their unique gifts and God's purpose for them. Avail Academy is a K-12 Christian school with Blaine, Edina, and Fridley campuses. Avail Academy is called to spark each student's potential and fan it fully into flame by expertly immersing academics in God's word and way. Avail Academy aims not just to achieve a life pleasing to God, but a life of service. This is Christian education on purpose. Start the journey today at availacademy.org. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Hey, you're up next. Ugh, my throat hurts so bad. There's no way I can sing tonight. Here, try these. Vicks Cool Drops. Yeah, Vicks Cool Drops has maximum strength menthol with a rush of Vicks Vapors. Ooh, I can already feel it. I told you. So, you ready? I'm ready. Please welcome to the stage. Vaporize sore throat pain fast with Vicks Cool Drops. 
Are you ready to embark on an unforgettable expedition this summer? Then join me, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, along with my wife Katie and our special guests on the Patriots Alaska Cruise. We'll unpack the trends and influences shaping our world today while sailing the pristine coast of Alaska over 4th of July weekend. Learn more at PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. This experience is more than a vacation. It's a chance to participate in spirited discussions and thought-provoking lectures with like-minded Patriots. Seven action-packed days will chart a course through a bright American future, all while surrounded by Alaska's rustic and natural wonders. You'll experience powerful creation immersed in the splendor of glaciers and fjords. Mark your calendars June 29th to July 6th. Secure your cabin today by calling 855-565-5519 or online at PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. November 2nd, 2020, marked the 100th anniversary of the first commercial radio broadcast. Guess what? We're still here, and we're bigger and better than ever. You can still listen to us over this great radio station, but now there are no limitations. Your smartphone is now your smart radio. Listen to us online, on the app, TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Odyssey.com. Your smart speaker can find us, too. With radio, there's no separation anxiety. We're always on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, the three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.